Today, I believe, is probably the most powerful day in the history of the world. Christmas, we all celebrate it, we get together, we celebrate Good Friday. But if you think about it, today is the day when Jesus established God as the most important and most powerful person ever to live and ever to live in the future. And we have an, an opportunity to have that God in our hearts, to have that God leading us, to having that God telling us every day that He loves us unconditionally. And I, I can't tie the two together sometimes. Sometimes I battle to understand that, you know, it's, it's like Justin Bieber coming to South Africa and, and putting his arm around me and saying, hey bud, how are you? But on a scale 25,000 times more powerful than that. The creator of the world. The guy who took the rock face at Morgan Bay at double mouth, made this mountain come out of the sea, put every rock in its place, saying to me, I died for you. I, blows my mind. I want to read you a story. And it'll just illustrate where I want to go. But Mahatma Gandhi is considered the father of modern-day India. And in 1891, after graduating law school in London, he moved to South Africa to practice law. Gandhi was fascinated with truth and studied the Bible along with other religious texts. He loved the Sermon on the Mount more than any other piece of script he had ever written. And he seriously considered becoming a Christian. One Easter Sunday he decided to visit a church in Durban, South Africa. As he entered the church, a man said to him in a belligerent tone, where do you think you are going? And Gandhi replied, I'd like to attend worship here. And the man said to him, there's no room, and excuse, but I'm quoting, there is no room for Kaffirs in this church. Get out of here, or I'll have some of my men throw you down the steps. And despite carrying a New Testament with him all the times of his life, Gandhi never seriously considered becoming a Christian again. The incident was the reason why he later made the remark, I like your Christ, but I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike the Christ of the Bible. Think about it. Who knows what India would be like today if it wasn't for that white Christian who in three sentences changed the history of the world. Think about it. If Gandhi had been welcomed into that church that day, if Gandhi had met with the risen Christ, if Gandhi had understood what the importance of this day is in 1891, India could be the largest Christian nation in the world today. So, you know what, friends? Can I say something to you? You sitting here today is not just a case of coming to church. You picking up your Bible tomorrow and praying. You going into your workplace, your work environment, and greeting somebody is not just something that happens by chance. It could change the future 
of generations to come. If I scold somebody and tell them as a Christian that they are worthless and that they are idiotic, that person might never come to know Jesus Christ. And his children and his grandchildren and his great-grandchildren might never know Jesus Christ because of a statement I made to that person that wiped them out. So, you know what, friends? The cross is not just something we've come to celebrate because the Easter Bunny visited us. The cross is something so powerful that it can change the world. I'm going to ask a real question here, and I'm going to be laughed at because this is my humor. My wife laughed at me when I told her. How many of you love taxi drivers? Seriously? No, no? Okay. Seriously, how many of you love taxi drivers? Okay. Andre preached to me, or Andre prophesied over my life three years ago, and he said, you know what, Gareth, God is saying to me that you're going to preach to millions. And I thought to myself, how would that ever be possible? I'll tell you how. Because God said to me the other day, you're going to start a church for taxi drivers. You're going to tell every taxi driver in South Africa that they are powerful. Can you imagine that if every taxi that drives the streets of South Africa tells the people in their taxis at every time that Jesus loves them, how many people will hear the name Jesus Christ? But you know what? Our hatred and our anger and our frustration for those people who drive like lunatics has got in the way of us seeing the potential that these people have to saving our country. Think about it. If they come to know Jesus Christ, maybe... Just maybe they will begin to respect the vehicles that they drive with. But you know what? We've written them off. And I believe this country hinges on those people coming to know Jesus Christ in a powerful way. Shofar Christian Taxi Association. And don't tell me to get out to church because like Mahatma Gandhi, this country might need the taxi drivers. But it's powerful. Because you know what? God can move mountains. We've preached on that. Andre and Sonica have preached on moving mountains. We have to move mountains. We have to move this, this unbelief in our country that we are destined for doom and gloom. Jacob Zuma, let me tell you something now. He cannot ruin our country. If God is in this country and the church is praying for this country, one man can't destroy us. But maybe we are not praying. Maybe we're not bringing the cross into our country. Maybe we're just sitting and ridiculing and rejecting. And we are, or we are just, just bringing him down and, 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 and ridiculing him at every time. Are you on your knees praying for our country? You see, in Mark chapter 15, and I'm not going to read it because I just want to tell you. But Mark chapter 15, verse 16 to 20. And if you go and read it, it's that one thing that happens. You see, on, on, on Good Friday which actually happened on a Thursday. But when Jesus went to the cross, three things happened. The first thing was a decree by Pontius Pilate, you will be crucified. Nothing could change that. The third thing that happened on that day was the crucifixion. Nobody could change that. But the second thing that happened that happened in between the two was where soldiers were ordered to take Jesus from the praetorium and take him to Golgotha. But in a period of time when they were preparing the cross, 
they had this man in a palace. 